Hare Krishna. Welcome to the daily morning Srimad Bhagavatam class. Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Gopi Jana Vallabha Girivaradhari Jaya Gopi Jana Vallabha Girivaradhari Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yamuna Tira Vanachari Yamuna Tira Vanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Gopi Jana Vallabha Girivaradhari Jaya Gopi Jana Vallabha Girivaradhari Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yamuna Tira Vanachari Yamuna Tira Vanachari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 
राम राम हरे हरे जय प्रभु पदा जय प्रभु पदा जय प्रभु पदा जय प्रभु पदा जय जय प्रभु पा प्रभु प्रभु जय जय प्रभु जय ओम विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिव्राजक आचार्य स्त्रोत्र सत श्री श्रीमदिवाइन ग्रेस ऐसी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रभुपाद की ग्रंथरा श्रीमद भागवतम की जय समेत भक्त वृंद की निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे ऑल ग्लोरी सुदी असेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरी सुदी असेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरी सुदी असेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरी ऑल ग्लोरी ऑल ग्लोरी श्री श्री गुरु एंड श्री गौरांग ऑल ग्लोरी श्री शिल प्रभुपाद continuing with a reading from shrimad bhagavatam canto 1 chapter 15 title the pandavas retire timely we are on text 12 today om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोत्तम दीं सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीर नष्टेशु नित्यम भागवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी नाव टुडेस वर्स यजसात भगवान्युदिशूल पानेर विस्मािजो स्त्रुमे विस्मािजोस्त्रुमे अन्े पिचाहम अमुन प्राप्त महेन्द्र भवने महदाशनाध यजसात भगवान्युदिशूल पानेर विस्मािता सगिरीजोस्त्रुमे अन्े पिचाहमुन कलेवरेन प्राप्त महेन्द्र भवने महदाशनाध यजसात भगवान्युदिशूल पानेर्स्मािता सगिरीजोस्त्रुमे अन्े पिचाहमुन कलेवरेन 
प्राप्तो महेंद्र भवने महदाशनार्धम यस प्लीज तेजसात भगवान युधिशूल पानीर विष्मा पिता सगिरिजोस्त्र मधान्यजामे अन्ये पिचाह ममुनैव कलेवरेना प्राप्तो महेंद्र भवने महदाशनार्धम यत्ते जसात भगवान युधिशूल पानीर विष्मा पिता सगिरिजोस्त्र मधान्यजम्मे अन्ये पिचाह ममुनैव कलेवरेना प्राप्तो महेंद्र भवने महदाशनार्धम यत्ते जसात भगवान युधिशूल पानीर विष्मा पिता सगिरिजोस्त्रम मधान्यजम्मे अन्ये पिचाह ममुनैव कलेवरेना प्राप्तो महेंद्र भवने महदाशनार्धम ट्रांसलेशन एंड पर्पोर्ट बाय डिवाइन ग्रेस एसी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी श्री प्रभुपाद श्री प्रभुपाद की जाए यत बाय हुस तेजसा बाय इन्फ्लुएंस अथ एट वन टाइम भगवान द पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड लॉर्ड शिवा युधि in the battle shulapanihi one who has a trident in his hand vishmapita astonished sagirija along with the daughter of the himalaya mountains astram weapon adhat awarded nijam of his own may unto me anye api so also others cha and aham myself amuna by this eva definitely kalevarena by the body praptah obtained maha indra bhavane the house of indra deva mahat great asana ardham half elevated seat translation it was by his influence only that in a fight i was able to astonish the personality of god lord shiva and his wife the daughter of mount himalaya thus he lord shiva became pleased with me and awarded me his own weapon other demigods also delivered their respective weapons to me and and in addition i was able to reach the heavenly planets in this present body and was allowed a half elevated seat please repeat it was by his influence only that in a fight i was able to astonish the personality of god lord shiva and his wife the daughter of mount himalaya thus he lord shiva 
became pleased with me and awarded me his own weapon. Other demigods also delivered their respective weapons to me. And in addition, I was able to reach the heavenly planets in this present body and was allowed a half-elevated seat. By the grace of the Supreme Personality of Godhead Sri Krishna, all the demigods, including Lord Shiva, were pleased with Arjuna. The idea is that one who is favored by Lord Shiva or any other demigod may not necessarily be favored by the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna. Ravana was certainly a great devotee of Lord Shiva, but he could not be saved from the wrath of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Ramachandra. And there are many instances like that in the histories of the Puranas. But here is an instance where we can see that Lord Shiva became pleased even in the fight with Arjuna. The devotees of the Supreme Lord know how to respect the demigods. But the devotees of the demigods sometimes foolishly think that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is no greater than the demigods. By such a conception, one becomes an offender and ultimately meets with the same end as Ravana and others. The instances described by Arjuna during his friendly dealings with Lord Sri Krishna are instructive for all who may be convinced by the lessons that one can achieve all favors simply by pleasing the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna, whereas the devotees or worshippers of the demigods may achieve only partial benefits which are also perishable, just as the demigods themselves are. Another significance of the present verse is that Arjuna, by the grace of Lord Sri Krishna, was able to reach the heavenly planet even with the self-same body and was honored by the heavenly demigod Indra Deva, being seated with him half-elevated. One can reach the heavenly planets by the pious acts recommended in the Shastras in the category of fruitive activities. And as stated in the Bhagavad Gita 9.21, When the reactions of such pious acts are spent, the enjoyer is again degraded to this earthly planet. The moon is also on the level with the heavenly planets and only persons who have performed virtues, virtues only, performing sacrifices, giving charity and undergoing severe austerities can be allowed to enter into the heavenly planets after the duration of life of the body. Arjuna was allowed to enter into the heavenly planets in the self-same body simply by the grace of the Lord. Otherwise, it is not possible to do so. The present attempts to enter into the heavenly planets by the modern scientists will certainly prove futile because such scientists are not on the level of Arjuna. They are ordinary human beings without any assets of sacrifice, charity or austerities. The material body is influenced by the three modes of material nature, namely goodness, passion and ignorance. The present population is more or less influenced by the modes of passion and ignorance. And the symptoms for such influence are exhibited in their becoming very lusty and greedy. Such degraded fellows can hardly approach the higher planetary systems. Above the heavenly planets, there are many other planets also, which only those who are influenced by goodness can reach. In heavenly and other planets within the universe, the inhabitants are highly intelligent, many more times than the human beings, and they are all pious in the higher and highest mode of goodness. They are all devotees of the Lord, and although their goodness is not unadulterated, still they are known as demigods, possessing the maximum amount of good qualities possible within the material world. Om Ajnanati Mirandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshuron Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamahyam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Utapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamsha Shri Rupam Sahrajatam Sahagana Ragunatan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam 
ಶ್ರೀರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣಪಾದಲಿತಾಶಾಖಾನ್ವಿತಾಂಶ ಹೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕರುಣಾ ಸಿಂಧೋ ದೀನಬಂಧೋ ಜಗತ್ಪತೆ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಾಕಾಂತ ರಾಧಾಕಾಂತ ನಮೋಸುತೆ ತಪ್ತ ಕಾಂಚನ ಗೌರಂಗೀ ರಾಧೇ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರಿ ವೃಷಭಾನುಸುತೆ ದೇವಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಿ ಹರಿ ಪ್ರಿಯ ವಾಂಚಾಕಲ್ಪತರುಭ್ಯ ಕೃಪಾ ಸಿಂಧುಭ್ಯವಚೀತೇಭ್ಯೋ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭುನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀ ಅದ್ವೈತ ಗದಾಧಾರ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸಿ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ನಮೋಂ ವಿಷ್ಣುಪಾದಯ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಪ್ರೇಷ್ಠಾಯ ಭೂತಲೆ ಶ್ರೀಮಥೆ ಭಕ್ತಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ಸ್ವಾಮಿನಿ ನಾಮಿನೇ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಸಾರಸ್ವತೆ ದೇವೆ ಗೌರವಾಣಿ ಪ್ರಚಾರಿಣೆ ನಿರ್ವಿಶೇಷ ಶೂನ್ಯವಾದಿ ಪಾಶ್ಚಾತ್ಯಾದೇಶತಾರಿಣೆ but the, but the context of where we are is krishna has left the planet arjuna is devastated by krishna's separation and now he is remembering all uh, the past times of krishna that he was personally uh, present with right the, the many things that arjuna is remembering and he he is in a very very emotional state and then we can see that the bhagavatam is translating his emotion in terms of the meter also the way previously it started with the the simple uh, anushtub and then now we can see from the last few verses it's we, we see the same in bhagavatam in many many places when <clears throat> when the mood of the devotee changes the bhagavatam reflects it in its poetry also it's a, it's a very very wonderful uh, uh, literature piece of literature shrimad bhagavatam is the most wonderful in fact it is secularly speaking even in terms of the vocabulary and the poetry of shrimad bhagavatam is completely incomparable to any other sanskrit literature you can ever find or or any literature for that matter and and we see that here how beautifully uh, the verses are being composed so arjuna is in the state where all of us really want to be right ayanam galadashudharaya vadanam gadgadaruddhaya gira pulakar nishtam vapu kada tava namagrahane bhavishyati we want to have tears flowing from our eyes and our hair standing on end when we think about krishna and this is this is what arjuna is experiencing uh, in 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 this section at least through his various remembrances of uh, lord krishna and their their personal association and in this verse he is talking about how uh, about krishna's influence on him on on specifically two instances right where he was uh, able to fight with lord shiva and and get the pashupatastra this is this is uh, something that's incredible that bec- and and he says it was only by uh, krishna's uh, mercy that he was able to do this right the, the, the mahabharata i think describes this in detail where uh, Arjuna and and, and uh, Lord Shiva have this intense battle and then Lord Shiva is very pleased with Arjuna and then he presents the Pashupatastra and then not just uh, Lord Shiva but many other demigods like Prabhupada says in the purport right we we have a few instances of it in the in the in the Bhagavad Gita where the chariot was given by the by the, the Agni right the, the fire uh, demigod res, uh, responsible for fire many many other things his weapons were given to him like, like indra gives him a weapon and then lord uh, hanuman ji comes as his flag in his chariot like that so when jai shri radha kalachan ji ki jai so when a when a devotee uh, pleases the lord naturally everybody is pleased that is the point shri prabhupad is uh, making in the in the first half of the purport it is not necessary that uh we'll have to uh go and uh individually please everybody when we please the supreme lord naturally the demigods are very pleased and we see that in the instance of arjuna and prabhupad gives a very contrasting view of the other side of things right when we don't please the supreme lord and we're trying to please a specific demigod it's not that 
everybody is pleased with it. In fact, we see that the, the same demigod might not be pleased with you if even you make a small mistake. We see that in the in the case of uh, uh, the Govardhan Leela, right, where the Rajavasis had been doing this Indra Puja for generations. It was it was they've been doing it for years and years to gather, and then just this one time they didn't do it, and then Indra couldn't take it. He was so furious that he he flooded the entire tiny village of Vrindavan with the amount of rain that you might get at the time of annihilation. It was complete overkill. <laughs> what he was trying to do, right? that is how uh, how it is sometimes. That uh, it it is not possible to even please uh, the demigods in a, in a proper way. And even if you please the demigods and we get something, uh, there are two things that arise out of it, right? The, whatever we get, the benedictions that we get are limited in nature and they are temporary. So this is the nature of the benediction that we might get uh, from the demigods. And Krishna says, this is not a very intelligent way of going about things in in, in the Bhagavad Gita, right? We are not uh, temporary beings. And we expect everything to be eternally with us because of our very own nature. And yet we, we get something that is temporary and limited when we are approaching demigods and that doesn't satisfy us. And then we, we jump from one demi, oh, I got this, but so let me go to somebody else. Oh, let me go to somebody else. And we keep jumping like this. But only one person can satisfy us completely. Other than the supreme personality of Godhead. This is another, uh, wonderful term that Srila Prabhupada coined, right? We read in the, uh, word for word translation that there is a word called Bhagavan. And what, does anybody remember what Prabhupada translates it as? He read the word for word. Oh, he doesn't translate it as supreme personality of Godhead. Because depending on the context, the word Bhagavan can meet a great personality also. Right? No? In this context, Prabhupada says Bhagavan, the supreme personality of God, I, I'm sorry, not supreme, I take it. The, the personality of God, Lord Shiva. That's what, uh, the word Bhagavan is translated here as. So this, this specific coinage of this word, the supreme personality of Godhead, is, is incredibly accurate what Prabhupada did, right? So, Godhead is just like womanhood or boyhood or something. It's Godhood that translates into Godhead. Right? There are many, many gods, right? I, I have some control over my domain. People in that domain might consider myself, me a god, right? Like the politicians are considered like, demi, the, the actors are considered like gods and things like that. But they're not the supreme gods. They have some power influence, very little, tiny influence, like that we have demigods who have even more extraordinary powers than what we might have right they have like incredible personalities in in the, in the world that can like indra who can who can shower rain at will uh, and varuna who can uh, control the air and wind and, i mean they have like incredible potencies but they are not the supreme of all gods the supreme personality of all this godhood, this collection of different type, different gods, is Krishna. It's and and his supreme personality, and he's a person, right? He's he's not a uh, abstract entity where it's it's a, it's a white light or he doesn't have any qualities. The supreme personality of Godhead. It's it's an incredible coinage by Srila Prabhupada. The the way he very specifically coins those every single word. Of uh, describing Krishna, just like how Rupa Goswami does with Uttama Bhakti, right? Anyabilashita Shunyam Jnana Karmadhya. I mean, there is no way you could work around anything that he, he's covered every single aspect of Uttama Bhakti in those uh, in those verses. So th- th- that is one of the qualities of uh, a devotee, also, right? He's an he's an expert at it. He's a daksha. So Prabhupada is so expert in in giving these very specific terms that you could never get around with. So, we, Prabhupada gives this example of uh, Ravana in this uh, purport of an instance where somebody who pleased uh, the demigod, uh, somebody who pleased Lord Shiva, and yet <coughs> he, was not, he was not successful against Lord Ramachandra when it came to the battle. Right? And even in that case, we see that it, it depends on 
what intention we go to the demigods with. Because in the in the end of the purport, Srila Prabhupada is saying they are all the they are all devotees of the Lord, right? He's talking specifically about the, the demigods. The as uh, uh, although their goodness is not unadulterated, they are still known as demigods, possessing the maximum amount of good qualities possible within the material world. So this is uh, uh, these are the demigods. They're they're not ordinary people. They're very favorable to the Lord. They're the devotees of the Lord. Although they might not be pure devotees of the Lord, like Prabhupada says, they don't have unadulterated goodness, they, they still have goodness that you can, maximum goodness that you can possibly get in the material world is what Shri Prabhupada is saying. And as devotees, Prabhupada also writes, that we know, the, the devotees of the Supreme Lord know how to respect the demigods. This is another important point, right? The, the devotees of the Supreme Lord know how to respect the demigods, but the devotees of the demigods sometimes foolishly think that the supreme personality of Godhead is no greater than the demigods. This is one of the offenses to the holy names of the Lord, right? To, uh, to think that the names of uh, the demigods like Shiva or Lord Brahma are equal to or independent of the holy names of uh, Lord Vishnu. So this is the general mentality. It's like whoever you go and worship, the demigod is the most supreme uh, and they are independent. But there is only one independent person in the entire creation. And that is Krishna. Janmadhyasya yaton vayaditaratas chateshva bhignya swarat. Swarat means independent. Only Krishna is swarat. He is independent to do anything that he wants. Everybody else is completely dependent on anything and everything that we have to do on Krishna. Of course, through his various energies, Krishna is, uh, Krishna is giving different facilities. But we are completely dependent on Krishna. For, for doing anything and everything. And we see that <clears throat> we have to respect the demigods, but we have to respect the demigods in a very appropriate way. It doesn't mean that we have to equate them to Krishna. And, and Prabhupada says the devotees know exactly how to respect the demigods. We do not disrespect the demigods. We do not blaspheme the demigods because that is the first offense, to blaspheme the devotees who dedicate their life to propagating the holy names of the Lord. And the, devo- uh, the, the demigods, demigods are also devotees of the Lord. Right, so there is no question of blaspheming Lord Shiva or Lord Brahma or all these wonderful great personalities who are very dear devotees of the Lord. Right, Vaishnava Nam Yata Shambo, among the greatest of Vaishnavas is uh, Lord Shiva. Srimad Bhagavatam says, right. So that is the mood of a devotee, but we accord respect appropriately. Like Rupa Goswami says in in the Nectar of Instruction, right. Krishneti yasya giritam manasadriyeti dikshasti chet pranati bishya bhajantamisham shushru shaya bhajana vigna ananyamanya nindadi shunyam hridamipshita sangalabhya. That he says how we can associate with different devotees. Krishneti yasya giritam manasadriyeti. For one who is chanting the holy names of the Lord, you respect them in your mind. Dikshasti chet pranati bishya bhajantamisham. For somebody who has taken diksha, that Prabhupada says is second initiation who is involved in the worship of the deity, you offer obeisances. And for Shushru Shaya Bhajana Vigna Mananyamanya, for a Uttam Adhikari, for a pure devotee of the Lord, you serve them in every possible way that you can serve them. And this is appropriate, right? For somebody who is who is new, just come into Krishna consciousness and chanting the holy names of the Lord, we respect them, but in an appropriate way, we always respect everybody. But if you go and pay obeisances to that person right in front, <laughs> the person might think, oh, I'm such an amazing devotee now. Everybody's <laughs> giving me obeisances. It could, in fact, spoil their bhakti. So that is why it is, uh, we have to appropriately respect uh, everybody according to where they are. And that is how we have to look at the demigods also. right? We have to respect them, but we have to accord them proper respect. Not that, oh, you are the supreme personality of Godhead. Just like, this is false praise. You know, in fact, it can be really insulting. For a person who actually knows that, and when you go and say, when somebody is not the say a CEO of a company or something. Oh, I think you're the CEO of the company, right? How are you managing all these activities? How many employees do you have? I mean, they could feel like you're making fun of such a person, right? It's like, you clearly know I'm not that person. Why do you have to do this to me? So that's how the demigods also feel. Like, why why are you doing this to me? I'm clearly not the supreme person. I myself am dependent on on the supreme Lord and I'm worshipping the supreme Lord. So this is the, the, the perspective. And we see that when such a uh, when when we are in 
in this understanding and when we are uh, worshipping the Supreme Lord, we can experience uh, incredible things. Prabhupada says, another significance of the present verse is that Arjuna, by the grace of Lord Krishna, was able to reach the heavenly planet even within the self, with the self-same body. Which is incredible. Which is what we are trying to do. All right? We are going to colonize Mars. We are going to be an interplanetary civilization. Send rockets that can come back and land. Yeah, you can try. <laughs> but it's, it's not going to happen. Because you need something more than just mechanical instruments to travel to other planets. Which is some of the qualities that Prabhupada is describing here in the purport, right? Performing sacrifices, giving charity and undergoing severe austerities. These are some of the few things that you need if you have to transform yourself to a higher planetary system. Because these are very elevated planets. We cannot just barge our way into these planets just because I thought so. I want to do it and I'll go there. Nope, (laughs) you're not going to have access or entry to it. You you need certain, you need a ticket to go there, right? The the ticket to go there is incredible pious activities, austerities and charities. And then you're given a facility. And yet, it's not a permanent facility. That even if you go to Brahma Loka, you have to come back again to this this, uh, Bhuloka, right? This is like the the bus depot, (laughs) The bus can go anywhere and everywhere throughout the day, but ultimately it has to return here at the end of the day. This is the place where we can actually get ourselves elevated to the spiritual world. Krishna says in the same verse that if you come to my abode, then you don't have to take birth again. That is uh, that is what an intelligent person will do, right? Okay, I have these heavenly pleasures and whatnot, but yet I have to come back again and then experience this material world again. And then we do this, we have been doing this for many, many times, right? This is, oh, going there and enjoying in the heavenly planets is going to give me like incredible happiness. Okay, tumble again and fall here. Okay, that didn't give me happiness. I'm going to try to give, figure out if I can become happy in some other way. Okay, that didn't give me happiness. But, but there are incredible ways in which uh, you have uh, facilities in this material world to try. Krishna doesn't restrict you. Okay, you want to try this? Okay, go ahead. Try this? Go ahead. <laughs> you can never fault Krishna for not giving you opportunities to try. <laughs> Unlimited opportunities in the material world for you to uh, do this. But this is third class intelligence. That we experience it and then we get bitten by it and then we realize, oh, I should not have done it. But the first class intelligence is when we see others' experience and listen to others and then know that, oh, I really don't have to go through that again. People have already done it. We, I know what, what's going to happen by, the, by those actions. So, so that is intelligence, right? And that is what the Srimad Bhagavatam is demonstrating to us through many, many, many of these pastimes. We have all different kinds of uh, devotees in the, in the Srimad Bhagavatam. We, we think we can get... Uh, so much opulence and so much wealth that I'll be happy. We, uh, the, the two most wealthiest people in the planet right now, right? Bill Gates, uh, Elon, uh, Jeff Bezos, not really happy. They, they're getting divorced in their lives. They don't know what to do. Fearing all kinds of things. Nothing in the world. They have so much money that they can practically do anything in the world. Still not making them happy. And the Srimad Bhagavatam demonstrates it to the extreme, where Dhruva Maharaj wanted to have a kingdom that's greater than his great-grandfather, which is Lord Brahma, who, who is the the most important person in the entire universe that we live in, uh, in the entire universe that we live in, right? And yet, when he sees Krishna, he realizes that, oh Krishna, I've been trying to get pieces of glass, whereas I have the diamond right in front of me. I don't want these pieces of glass. So this is intelligence, right? We see that, okay, somebody who wants so much, when they see Krishna, they compare it to pieces of glass. So what should I endeavor? This is the same thing with uh, this uh, pastime with Sanatan Goswami, right? Where he throws this stone that could give him anything materially. And then this person is asked, can I take this? Sanatan goes, yeah, yeah, you can go ahead and take it. It's anyway in my garbage. (laughs) This person is intelligent enough. He says, what? You really don't want this? Then there's something that's better than this, right? So he goes and asks Sanatan Goswami, what is this? What what is better than anything that you can get materially? Which is the association of Krishna. That Arjuna is able to remember these wonderful pastimes of Krishna, his association with Krishna. And then 
he's in ecstasy remembering about all these wonderful uh, pastimes he had with Krishna. And today is the disappearance of one such exalted personality who has given us uh, these wonderful pastimes of Krishna. When Krishna came here as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Vrindavan Das Thakur, uh, it's the disappearance day of Srila Vrindavan Das Thakur today. And Vrindavan Das Thakur uh, gave us Chaitanya Bhagavat. Initially he wrote it as Chaitanya Mangal and then Lochan Das Thakur also named his book the same name. And then the Vaishnavas in Vrindavan said, okay, from now on we're going to call Vrindavan Das Thakur's uh, biography of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as Chaitanya Bhagavat. It's an extraordinary piece of literature. And we see <clears throat> that Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami in his Chaitanya Charitamrita is glorifying Vrindavan Das Thakur as the Vyasadev of Chaitanya Leela. Right? Just like how Srila Vyasadev has given a Srimad Bhagavatam, the same Vyasadev appeared as Vrindavan Das Thakur in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's uh, Leela and then gave us the Bhagavat of Chaitanya. The, the wonderful activities and pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And it is an extraordinary book. Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami says, if you reach Chaitanya Bhagavat, you can, that is the perfection of your life. If you can, if you can involve in the pastimes of uh, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that Vrindavan Das Thakur has given us. And Vrindavan Das Thakur was not born to an ordinary personality as well. We see that Vrindavan Das Thakur's mother was Narayani. And Narayani was a uh, niece of uh, Shiva's Pandit, one of the associates of the Lord, eh? one of the Panchatattva. So she was uh, the niece of uh, Shiva's Pandit. And then when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had his Mahaprakash Leela uh, in the house of Shiva's Pandit, where he was in the mood of Krishna. Right? Usually Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would close his ears when somebody would say, you are the supreme person or he would close his ears and say, Vishnu, Vishnu, Vishnu. <clears throat> but at this this time, he really wanted to please the devotees. So he he came in the form of Krishna and then called everybody and was giving them benedictions like that. And Narayani, the mother of uh, Vrindavan Das Thakur, was four years old at that time. And she was present there. And she was able to uh, take the remnants of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Ch- Mahaprabhu would give these remnants to uh, uh, Narayani very frequently. And Narayani is none other than one of the uh, nurses of Krishna in in Vrindavan. Uh, there, is, there is a nurse called Ambika and there is a nurse called Kilimbika, the Gaur Ganodesh Deepika says. So this Kilimbika comes in Chaitanya Leela as uh, Narayani. And then because she was able to take the remnants of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, she, she begot Vrindavan Das Thakur as her child, right? This is not an ordinary lineage at all by any means. They are personal associates of Krishna. And this is what the demigods do, right? This is why they are uh, amazing in the sense that they, are, they, they come to facilitate the pastimes of Krishna in this material world. We see in the case of Lord Ramachandra, all these uh, Vanaras, the monkeys, were de- uh, demigods and powerful personalities who took their birth. It's the same with Krishna Leela. All these wonderful personalities take appear uh, in different ways to facilitate Krishna's pastimes. And like that in Chaitanya Leela also we have some incredible personalities who, who appear so that they can facilitate the pastimes of uh, Krishna. So Vrindavan Das Thakur heard all these pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Vrindavan Das Thakur was uh, four years old or something like that when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took his sannyas. So then he had left Navadvip at that time. But his mother was there in Navadvip because Vrindavan Das Thakur's father uh, left his body when uh, Vrindavan Das Thakur was in the womb of his mother. But Na- uh, Narayani, Vrindavan Das Thakur's mother, was there in Navadvip, was able to associate with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hear all the pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And she, she, she used to tell Vrindavan Das Thakur about all these wonderful pastimes. And ultimately when Vrindavan Das Thakur was about... Uh, 20 years old, he met, he met Nityananda Prabhu. And then it is said that Vrindavandas Thakur was the last disciple of Nityananda Prabhu. And, of course, and it's also said his most favorite disciple also of Nityananda Prabhu. <clears throat> so Vrindavandas Thakur got the incredible association and mercy of Nityananda Prabhu. And we see this in many, many cases, right? Not just here. Anybody who has to get the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has to get the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu. We see Raghunath Das Thakur, 
he he tried to go and meet chaitanya mahaprabhu so many times and in all his endeavors he could not succeed but then we, we, we he, he nityan prabhu was there in panihati right and then raghunath das thakur had the chance to associate with nityan prabhu and we had this big festival that nityan prabhu asked him to do uh, chidadahi festival and then he placed his lotus feet on raghunath that was his punishment right raghunath you come here <laughs> nityan prabhu says placed his lotus feet and then he is able to meet Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It's the same with uh, uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami. Right? Nityan Prabhu comes in his dream and then says, now you can go to Vrindavan. Same with Jiva Goswami. Nityan Prabhu personally gave him a tour of Navadvip Dham. They went to the Parikrama. We see that all these exalted associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they first got the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu before they could enter into the pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So this is the mercy that Vrindavan Das Thakur got also. That he got the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu. And then when Nityananda Prabhu left the planet, he took shelter of Janava Mata, the, the consort of Nityananda Prabhu. And then he was present, it is said, in the wonderful festival in Keturi, where after the disappearance of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nityananda Prabhu, Advaita Acharya, uh, all these uh, Narutam Das Thakur arranged this big, big festival in the village of Keturi, where all the Vaishnavas, all the Gaudiya Vaishnavas were present. All the Vaishnavas of uh, Sri Chaitanya, uh, all the devotees of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was, uh, were present there and they had this wonderful, wonderful festival. And Srila Vrindavan Das Thakur was also present there. And by this way, he got the association of all these wonderful devotees of the Lord. And then Nityan Prabhu, before leaving the planet, instructed Vrindavan Das Thakur to write about the pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So he got this instruction from Nityan Prabhu and then uh, he was able to, it is said that it, it was as if Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was narrating his own pastimes. That's how Chaitanya Bhagavat is. So we see that this in the case of all these exalted authors, right? This is a quality that they constantly have. The same with uh, uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami also. That he says, this is not me writing. It's by the mercy of Rupa and Raghunath in every single chapter he says in Chaitanya Charitamrita. The same with, we see, Balde Vidya Bhushan. He named his commentary Govinda Basha because he said Govinda himself came and wrote this commentary. See, in the case of Srila Prabhupada, he says that it's Krishna dictating and me uh, saying these purports, Bhaktivedanta purports. So this is the mercy, right? If we have to, Prabhupada writes in many, many places in this section of Chaitanya Charitamrita where Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami is telling why he is actually writing it. That's where he is talking about Vrindavandas Thakur. That if we have to say or write anything about Krishna, we, it cannot happen without the mercy of Krishna. We can try all we want. <laughs> but if we have to say, speak anything, or write anything about Krishna, in the, in the proper way, we really need to have the mercy of Krishna. So like this, he had the mercy of Lord Nityananda Prabhu, and then he started writing uh, Chaitanya Bhagavat. And then he wrote many, many wonderful pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And we, at, and since he was a disciple of Nityananda Prabhu, when uh, it's beautiful descriptions of how Nityan Prabhu and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu met are given in great detail in, in Chaitanya Bhagavat. And he started meditating deeply on that. And then it became very voluminous, is, is what Kaviraj Goswami says in Chaitanya Charitamrita. And he could not cover uh, a few aspects of Chaitanya Leela. And Kaviraj Goswami says that I'm describing only those aspects that Vrindavan Das Thakur has not touched upon. This is another <laughs> humility of Krishna as Kaviraj Goswami, right? He, he, he gives so much glorification. And this is how it should be, right? When we are writing or speaking in that mood, not trying to supersede anybody who has come before us or even our own contemporaries, then the writing, that's why the, the most bona fide writing of uh, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is considered to, not the bona fide, the most authoritative is considered Chaitanya Charitamrita. Although we have Lochan Das Thakur's Chaitanya Mangal and Vrindavan Das Thakur's Chaitanya Bhagavat. The humility of Chaitanya, uh, Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami, the way he writes it, the, the Vaishnavas in Vrindavan said, okay, this, this is the most authoritative biography. And Prabhupada translated that. He could have translated many, many books. right? So those are some of the things about Srila Vrindavan Das Thakur that I wanted to speak about a little bit over time. I wanted to check if Read, read a few things from uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita directly from the words of <coughs> Srila Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami and then we'll, we'll end the class today.
So this is from uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita Adilila chapter 8 and this is the section from text 42. Uh, Krishna's Kavraj Goswami says, What a wonderful description is given of the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya. Anybody in the three worlds who hears it is purified. He in this sense is Srila uh, Vrindavan Das Thakur. I fervently appeal to everyone to adopt the method of devotional service given by Lord Chaitanya and Nityananda and thus be freed from the miseries of material existence and ultimately achieve the loving service of the Lord. Srila Vrindavan Das Thakur has written Sri Chaitanya Mangala and therein described in all the aspects, all, I'm sorry, and therein described in all respects the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya. He first summarized all the pastimes of the Lord and later described them vividly in detail. The pastimes of Lord Chaitanya are unlimited and unfathomable. Therefore, in describing all those pastimes, the book became voluminous. It became too big. He saw them to be so extensive that he later felt that some had not been appropriately described. This is the nature of Krishna's pastimes, right? Although you think the book is so voluminous, so big, Vrindavan Das Thakur still thought, oh, I haven't described everything properly. He ecstatically described the pastimes of Lord Nityananda, but the later pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu remain untold. And that's what Srila Kaviraj Goswami describes in the Chaitanya Charitamrita in detail. And he goes on in the later part of the chapter. I took permission from Srila Vrindavan Das Thakur by praying at his lotus feet and upon receiving his order, I have attempted to write this auspicious literature. Vrindavan Thakur was not present physically when Kaviraj Goswami was present in the planet, right? And yet, he was able to access, uh, pray to Vrindavan Thakur and get permission. Shila Vrindavan Thakur is the authorized writer on the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya. Without his mercy, therefore, one cannot describe these pastimes. So this is what Kaviraj Goswami is saying. And we also have access to Shila Vrindavan Thakur. We also have access to Kaviraj Goswami through our spiritual masters and through Srila Prabhupada, right? We have this access. We should utilize this access. And on this wonderful, wonderful day of the disappearance of... It's a very bittersweet day, right? Today, the disappearance of an, of, of a Vaishnava is very bittersweet. It's very bitter because we have lost the association, physical association of such a devotee. But it's sweet because they've joined the pastimes of Krishna, the eternal pastimes of Krishna. So we can pray that on this wonderful day that... We can get the mercy of Srila Kaviraj Goswami and in some way get the dust of his lotus feet and then we can somehow get a drop of the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityan Prabhu and uh, try to understand their pastimes. So we'll, we'll stop here. Srila Vrindavan Das Thakur Ki Jai. Are there any questions or comments we can take back? Yes? Yes, Maharaj? You have that? Okay. I'll repeat the question. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. <coughs> Yes, so uh, I'm going to repeat what you said in the mic for people who are hearing online. So Mataji was saying that uh, she she was hearing from Radha Govind Maharaj that uh, when uh, Ravana was calling out for uh, Lord Shiva, when Lord Ramachandra was there in front of him and asking for help, and Mother Parvati was asking Lord Shiva to go and help, Lord Shiva was not able to do it. And he was saying, I cannot do this because... The, Supreme person is there in front of him and he's saying how the demigods have no control uh, in that aspect. And uh, the other uh, question is that I was saying Srimad Bhagavatam is the, the best book or something like that and she was asking what about Chaitanya Charitamrita, right? The, I, I don't think it's 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 non-different, right? The, the Vedic literatures, especially these are the cream of the cream, uh, my spiritual master always says, Srimad ba- uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita is a is a Srimad Bhagavatam class. It, it basically, li- it's a it, it's a lived version of Srimad Bhagavatam. It, it, we see all these devotees who are practically uh, applying the instructions of Srimad Bhagavatam and living their lives. That is what is, it's an extension of Srimad Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita, right? 
it's it's the same krishna it's it's the same vyasadeva who's who's there it's all these wonderful personalities that we read in shrimad bhagavatam are personally present in chaitanya leela and are and are demonstrating to us how to actually apply these instructions in shrimad bhagavatam in chaitanya chaitanya charitamrita so of course for us gaudiya vaishnavas chaitanya charitamrita is <laughs> prabhupada says the phd right like the bhagavad gita is the abcs and shrimad bhagavatam is the graduate study and Uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita is is the PhD. So for us, it's like the two eyes. You cannot differentiate. Shrimad Bhagavatam or Chaitanya Charitamrita. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, then there is a, okay, the question is, we are, we are saying we have to respect the demigods, but our actions don't translate into it. Probably for the outside world, at least, these con devotees don't do this Shivratri or Shiva Puja or whatever, these different kinds of, uh, worship, worship for the demigods, uh, but yet we say Vaishnavanam Yatashambo and things like that, right? That's, that's the question. <coughs> yeah, um, so this is this is the difference between worship and respect right uh, of course when uh, we we would not say i'm not going if somebody would call us to go go with them to a shiva temple or whatever of course we'll go go there to to the to the to the temple of lord shiva but our mood of uh, going to that temple is different from uh, those who think that lord shiva is a supreme person right we go there and pray to lord shiva so that we can serve krishna very nicely because he is the he is the most exalted vaishnav we ask his mercy so that we can and he is very happy with it and we see that in in this is essentially what prabhupada is trying to say in the purport your question that these we, people might not be pleased but the demigods themselves are pleased the, those who are who might think that we we are not worshipping these demigods uh, or misunderstanding they have such misunderstandings uh, might not have the complete picture right they don't have the complete picture of what how things work but we can rest assured that lord shiva is very happy that we are uh, we are serving lord krishna Th- that is who we have to try to please right and ultimately we cannot please everybody that is why it is said in the shrimad bhagavatam that we uh, water the tree at the root then we are hoping that everything will be situated properly we have to think that bhoktaram yagna tapasam sarvaloka maheshwaram suhrdam sarvabhutanam gyatvamam shantim ruchyati that only if we are very firmly convinced of these three things that we can be peaceful krishna says prabhupada says this is the peace formula right bhoktaram yagna tapasam krishna is the enjoyer of all the sacrifices and austerities sarva loka maheshwaram he is the supreme controller of all three worlds sugrudam sarva bhutanam and he is the best well wisher of everybody he is the best benefactor of everybody we are not the best benefactor of everybody we cannot satisfy everybody they have to for people i mean first of all i wouldn't even argue with such people because there is no point in the sense as long as people have an open mind and they are inquiring in a in a in a mood where they really want to know what we are doing then it is actually worth speaking to them on these terms if people already have preconceived notions and are, are just wanting to pinpoint certain faults in you i don't think there is any point in uh, speaking with them or arguing with them on such subtleties we can only uh, uh, pray to krishna that they they can understand the things that we do but of course if they have a genuine question we should try to make them understand that this is not what we're trying to do of course we le- respect lord shiva of course we respect lord brahma we are coming from his sampradaya so uh, we, we of course respect all these wonderful personalities and that is a proper rights we have to do that the devotees know how to respect the demigods we should not disrespect the demigods because they are devotees and they are dear to krishna also they are performing a particular role for krishna's pleasure right 
so we should be very careful uh, in that and then this is all context sensitive who that person is who is asking these questions what what is their reasoning behind asking these questions and things like that so okay any other questions or comments okay we'll stop here then श्रीमद् भागवतम की जाए श्रीमद् प्रभुपाद की जाए और भक्त वृंद की जाए